Hi, I'm Hilary Hess. You're listening to A Helping of Happiness. This podcast is for busy moms like me who have a full life and are constantly finding themselves in a balancing act. I definitely do not have it all together, but I hope that sharing the things that I have learned as a mom of seven kids and the things that you will hear from the guests that I have on will be things that will really inspire and help us all to be a little bit better and have give us all some fresh ideas and have a little bit of fun while we're at it. Hello, welcome to Helping of Happiness, episode number 83. Today, we are talking about how to teach your kids how to work, how to have them help around the house a little bit more, and some of the things that we've done in our family. Um, But before we get started on that, I just want to remind you about our big giveaway that we have going. Last week, we had Mama Fox on from Will and Fox, and they have so many fabulous things that they are willing to give us. So we have another week that you guys can enter that. So included in that giveaway, it's a whole bundle of stuff. So we've got one four-in-one breastfeeding cover-up. And that cover-up can be used on baby capsules, which I would say is probably called a baby car seat. You know, one of those infant carriers. It can cover your high chairs. It can also cover a shopping cart. Another thing that's in there is a swimming earband. It's a size medium from 18 months to 10 years. There's a two-pack of reusable swim diapers. There's one booble cup, which we talked about. It's a three-in-one nursing milk collection cup. We talked about in the podcast last week in number 82. And also the booble adapter. So it's a hand expression shield, and you can screw onto any wide neck baby bottle. So go ahead and enter that by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to this podcast. Um, Another way you can do that is you can subscribe to our free newsletter, and that's on our website. I'll have links to all this in the show notes. And the last way is to hopping over onto our social media accounts, Helping of Happiness, and making tagging a couple friends in the comments of your favorite posts. And um, so you can enter as many times as you want. We just really, really want to give you guys this stuff, so enter so we can give it to you and know who wants it. This is great to also give away for baby showers or for Christmas gifts if you don't have a baby in your life right now. So, okay, so let's talk a little bit about teaching children to work. We've had a lot of experience with this. I'm just tell you a little bit about my background a little bit. My mom was super cute when we were growing up. She had this big book of chore charts that you could copy off and then we could color. So there was like the little carrot family and all of the chores you would write on the carrots and then you would stick them into the dirt and the kids would pull the carrots out of the like fake dirt, like paper dirt, right? The kids would pull the carrots out of the dirt and on the carrot was the chore chart or there was like the busy bee family and they were all in the hive and there was the whales anyway there were dozens and dozens of these charts she was so cute and always had going for us so and family work was just kind of a big part of our family culture for me growing up so I've really tried hard to get that to work in my family and my mom has been a big inspiration for that this has been such a big part of my life that I actually wrote a little children's book about it. So this book is about to be published. I'm submitting it to Amazon in the next week or two. I'm just finishing up the layouts. And it is a book that I wrote way back when my number five baby, who is now eight, so eight years ago, and I was kind of just beside myself. I was doing the new baby thing. And my little son he was like in second grade, I'm thinking. And he just was having the hardest time getting the dishwasher emptied. He just was kind of spacey and just not really focusing. And I kept thinking, instead of getting mad at him, 
what is he thinking when he's supposed to be doing the dishwasher and just completely forgetting to put the forks away, just like wandering off. And so I had this imaginary story come into my mind about him emptying the dishwasher and the different dangers that came, you know, the obstacles that may have been in his way, preventing him from emptying the dishwasher that I as a mom wouldn't know because he's in this fantasy. So you'll have to get the book to see what it's all about. But in the back of the book, I'm putting some different little section about teaching kids to work. And so I thought I would share that with you today, give you a little sneak peek into kind of the mom teaching part at the end. So the book's called Dishwasher Dangers. And I'll, of course, let you know as soon as that is out and ready to go. So the first step that I would say is probably the most important step for us and our family teaching our kids how to work is to work alongside them. It just is painful and it does take a lot of time. But from the, the statistics that I've heard is it takes seven to eight times to learn a new skill before you can do it on your own, usually. So if you think of that with your kids' chores, and that's just the average, it maybe takes someone one or two times of learning something, but maybe it'll take them 16 times, right? So if you just work with your kids, like you're going in the dishwasher and you just kind of do it with them. Okay, walk through where do the forks go and put the forks where they need to go. Okay, where are the dishes, where where do the plates and spoons, you know, plates and bowls need to go. Anyway, walk them through each thing. You'll get to the point where they won't need your hand holding during that. But for me, I've noticed that it always helps that if I am doing something where I'm also doing some chores in the same general area and they see me working, there's less complaining. Like if they see that I'm wiping down the counters or I'm sweeping the floor while they're emptying the dishwasher, you know, if they start to complain, I'll just say, hey, we're all working. And that usually helps calm down the whining a little bit. Sometimes they just keep on whining, but it usually does help when they see that you can also be working and that you're not just sitting on the couch watching TV or something, which would be a dream and actually sometimes does happen now that my kids are older and they know how to do the work, but it inspires them to do a lot more if they see me working too. Okay, so that's your first step. Work alongside them. Number two, talk it up. So just talk up all the wonderful things that they're doing. Thank them for helping the family. Tell them the good things that they're doing about it. Maybe when they're first cleaning the toilet, they're not doing a very good job. Like they're not scrubbing very good in that bowl. But maybe they're doing a really good job at making sure that they wipe down the toilet handle. And that's one thing that you notice and say, you know what, that you did a really good job wiping off that handle. I'm so grateful because that's where the kids touch and we just don't want all the germs on there to just keep growing and growing and multiplying and explain to them why it's important to keep things clean. Uh, Another thing is to kind of introduce things that might be coming up a little later. Oh, you know, it seems like my younger ones always want to do the jobs that the older kids are doing. So I just always kind of talk it up like, oh, well, you're, you're pretty grown up and you're going to be getting to that point where you can you can wipe down those mirrors pretty soon. And I bet you're going to be really good at it. So you you kind of get them excited. It sounds so ridiculous, but believe it or not, one of my girls was so excited to clean the toilets because she didn't think she was allowed to for the longest time. Okay, so first one was work alongside them. Second one was talk it up. The third one is to define your expectations. So, and this kind of goes with working alongside them, but sometimes it's going to be different. So for example, 
if you have certain expectations for them to clean their room, if you just go say clean your room, they don't necessarily always know the standards that you want. Clean the room could be a quick pickup, shove everything under the bed, or clean the room could be put things in these organized, defined containers that you have. Or it could mean also you want them to wash the windows and vacuum and wipe down the desk. So I think it's really great that you can write down the steps that you want them to take. So in our house, we do just kind of an average clean your room, but every month or so we have a deep clean the room. And then I actually have a typed up list of the things that I like to have included in their deep clean of their room to kind of get it just, you know, dusting and all that stuff that I don't really worry about on a daily basis. So the next one, after you've defined your expectations, we want to make it fun. Number four is make it fun. So you can go crazy with this. And this this is really where my mom did a good job when we were growing up with all the fun different job charts that she had. I think there's an endless amount of things that you can do to make it fun. I have one friend who has like this raffle thing where she the kids earn tickets for good behavior, getting their work done during the week. And then they have this little raffle thing that they spin and spin and spin and they get to pick a ticket out of the end and it's some kind of reward. We've done all different kinds of things. We had a job chart the other day where we put the different chores inside balloons and the kids had to pop the balloons to see what the chores were going to be. And sometimes when we do that, it's not an individual thing. It's not like you go empty the dishwasher. Sometimes we do it in zone cleaning. So we'll say, okay, we're going to do our chores as a group today and we'll pop a balloon and it will say fold laundry. So then we'll all go and grab the laundry baskets and fold it all together. Or maybe it will say something like clean out the hall closet. So we'll grab everything out of the hall closet and figure out what could be donated, what could be thrown away, and what things need to go back in there, just organized a little bit, and then we'll put it back. So many different ways to make it fun. We have tons of chore charts on our website too. If you just want like a basic chore chart, go ahead and look over at those. We usually have them for different seasons and holidays, and I'm even going to give you this little offer that if you want me to make you one of those that we have, but personalize it with your child's name on it or your name on it or specific chores, just message me hill at helpingofhappiness.com, H-I-L-L at helpingofhappiness.com. And I'm happy to do that for you. Another reward that we sometimes do is money rewards. We usually don't get too crazy with large amounts of money because I just feel like they should be doing this work for our family anyway, but it does get some incentive. And if they are really trying to work towards something, then I like to throw the money in there sometimes. Or if it's around Christmas time and they need some money to buy presents for their siblings, it's fun to throw money option in there too. Uh, Another thing that we do is technology minutes. So they might be earning minutes to have some time on the Xbox or to watch a movie and have a treat when we're done. So lots of different ways that you can do that. Okay, and the last thing is probably the very hardest thing, and that's number five is to be consistent. So when you tell them to do their chore, expect it to be done and check on it and see how it went. Now, I know you can't always check on every mirror or every toilet or every sweeping job, but if you are most of the time at least noticing what's been doing and if they need a little tune-up, a little practice, a little try-out to do it a little bit better then that's always a really good thing. The biggest thing is your follow through and that will help them knowing that you expect them to help around the house a little bit more. 
Anyway, don't be afraid of having your kids work. It's been really, really amazing for our family. And I've been so grateful for the things that my mom had taught me through the years and the things that I've read through many, many different parenting books. My very favorite about this is called The Parenting Breakthrough by Marilee Boyack. I'll link up to that in the show notes. I love it. She has all these different pages of different chores that the kids can be doing at different ages. And every time I read through there, I'm like, oh man, I got to be teaching my kids some more things. But it gives me a really great idea of what I can be expecting from my kids because kids are so smart and so capable. And we just sometimes forget in this day and age that we live in of how many things that they really can do. And it's so good for their self-confidence that they know that they can take care of themselves and take care of a home. And it's such great preparation for when they're going to leave the house that that's one less thing that they have to worry about is how to clean the kitchen stove when they're living in an apartment on their own for the first time, that they don't have to quit getting fined by their cleaning checks or, you know, just having to learn how to clean a house when they're out trying to learn so many other adult things, it's nice that that can just be something under their belt. So I hope you have a really fantastic week. Make sure you enter that giveaway and I'll keep you posted on Dishwasher Dangers. I cannot wait for you to see this book. I'll have a little picture in the show notes so that you can see what the cover looks like. So have a great day.